Welcome to episode 32 of the Brand Social Podcast. Today, Pab and myself are having a chat before we take a couple of weeks off. Enjoy the show. That's better, I can hear you in my ears now. Ow. I've got a new setup. Oh yeah. Which I made the a mistake of trying to set up like 11 minutes before the podcast. Mm. So I've literally just ripped my entire desk area and rebuilt it. In You look shorter than usual. Uh, that's because my... I'm also further away. That's because mm. my, um, my... I've actually got a monitor rather than a laptop. I bought this thing where it turns the laptop into a desktop computer. Oh, very fancy. I think I, I, think I mentioned it. I bought it and I didn't actually need it because I've got another... Desktop computer sitting out there that I forgot I owned. Yeah. Never mind. Sausage. Oh, le sausage. <laughs> oh, le sausage. Oh, I do? Guess what? Yeah, right. I hope you'll be able to see this. Uh, oh, it's looking really good. You can't see it properly. Yeah, again. I can. I can. I, I know what it is. Yeah, it's fucking cool, man. Yeah. Listen, now there's a possible to embroider it. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, Darcy's just showed me one of the designs we've been working on, and by we, I mean he. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've kind of just taken he's just, it. <laughs> he's just uh, well, I I did a version. I've done a version, haven't I? And then you've done a version. Um, yeah, your version's a bit more better. Um, it's just different style, isn't it? So uh, I think it's it? it's different to both to what we were both envisioning. I think. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think. Um, I mean, so far that's like a six-color design. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, I've gone a bit, gone a bit mad with it. Um, so might be uh one of those ones that might be worth doing as like super color or something. Yeah. Um, that way we, I don't need to worry about limiting the color palette. But yeah, I'm gonna have a play around with it. I've got a couple of different versions, so yeah. Excellent. You're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit a bit of a daze, and I've just realised I've got this. I, I thought my eyesight was going funny, so I was squinting. But I think the screen resolution on this new setup is like really. Fu- I look like a potato. Um, <laughs> hold on. What display? Just on, on on your end, or just in general? Uh, just in general. Do I look alright? Brightness. Yeah. Um. Uh, display resolution. Oh, it's on the highest resolution. Oh, do you know what then? I don't know. Hmm. I, I think, didn't I'll tell you what it was. I'm a bit like. Over there. Tell me what it is. Go on. Give me a give me a description. Oh, actually, no, maybe not. Actually, I was about to say because, like, when obviously I start, I join before everybody else, don't I? Mm. Um, and wait in the uh, when you remember, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, when I remember. Um. I wait in the meeting room, but obviously my own picture of my face is full screen and it always looks really, really shit resolution. But yeah. then when everybody else joins, the screens go smaller. Yeah. Windows, I think it's I'm my big... screen that's at a shit resolution. I don't think it's anything else. No. It's really cool. I basically bought this thing specifically so that because my laptop's one of those thin laptops. You can see how technical I am with computers. It hasn't got one of the plugs that's not a wireless internet. It's the wide internet, you know the one? Right, like Ethernet. So, yeah, that's it, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But I've old, got those old, old people internet. Yeah, but like it's really reliable, isn't it? Yeah, it's and... true. Yeah, so although it's uh, yeah, although weirdly it's slower than my Wi-Fi, but the whatever the rate is is better on something or other. So this is like a little box that turns. In fact, I just want to show you. I'm really pleased with it. Hold on. Why have you got your dick out? When, when haven't I, mate? Right, so there's the laptop. And then there's right. this little box there. Okay. Made by the same people. Uh, and it's got okay. like three HDMI outs on it. So it turns this into like a basically a four station thing. And then I've got a mono. Oh, look. Infinite mm. Darcy's. Drostian. I believe Brilliant. it's cool, but it's got a yeah, an old people internet on the back, Fair which enough. is cool. Yeah, so hopefully I shouldn't have any dropouts for today's guest. Yeah. yeah. Should we let the listener know who today's guest is? Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you want to say or shall I? It's really exciting. You go for it. Go on. I know you're excited. Today's guest is a very special person. We've been after getting them on for. Weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, we had some struggles with uh, communication back and forth. Um, we finally nailed it down for today. Um, almost don't want to say, but you're going to find out in a minute anyway. Today's guest is uh, this is no one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Today's guest. I've, oh. I've literally just speaking of guests. I've literally just finished listening to Mikey's episode. Have you? It's really fucking good. It's really. If, if you're listening, Mikey, I've met some talkers in my time. You are like one of the best. <laughs> like king. <laughs> king yeah. talk. Fucking brilliant. It's a really, really good listen though. Uh, particularly because he's got a lovely crispy mic as well, so he sounds all crispy. Yeah, yeah. It does make a difference. Sure it it does for the listener as well. Well, but... I've got some ideas of what we can talk about this evening. Have you? Well, should, should, we, should we explain to the listener why we're yes, a, yeah, why we're, yeah, we're we sense. haven't got a guest and what we're going to do kind of moving forward? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah so yeah, I yeah. think we've both kind of agreed to have a little bit of a break, haven't we? Mm. Just because it's been a bit fucking mental, yeah, last... it's been a bit full on, yeah. Um, not in, not in a bad way, but it's kind of like you know, if it stays like that for too long, it could turn into a bad thing. Um, yeah, sometimes it's 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 better to take a little bit of a step back, isn't it? So we're sure, we're not ending the pod at all. We're just no, going to have a, a, a week a, or two's hiatus. Yeah, brief hiatus, um, and then we'll be back. But I think I think what has kind of led us to this is we had a we had a couple of dropouts didn't we yeah because otherwise we would be like well ahead of of episodes wouldn't we yeah Um, so i mean for for the listener i mean we for the last what probably five or six weeks we've been mm. working on a record the episode on a wednesday and then it's released the following monday Mm. obviously that can pose some problems because if that guest drops out we're a little bit screwed yeah i mean at one point we we were were two or three ahead of ourselves Um, which gave us a bit of a buffer, but it's been—it's just been trying to play catch up, isn't it? And we haven't really managed to do it. So something's got to give, than, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Rather than churning out stuff for the sake of it, episodes that people don't necessarily want to hear of us just talking constantly. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably best to have a, a little bit of a step back and we can book in loads of awesome guests. We have got loads loads of very cool guests lined up, um, mm. but they're just not for a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, that's the thing, isn't it? Like we're we're actually like yeah. We've, we've got we have got plenty of guests on the roster just none yeah. for the next two weeks <laughs> yeah it's a, just a weird time it's literally everybody has said i can't do the next two weeks mm. so which is you know is what it is isn't it that's um, fair can't, enough can't, can't force people on um i mean we we have done but you know yeah you know, connor Which... and fletcher and paul and jack and <laughs> bless him <laughs> Oh, have you written them their checks yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. They should they receive them. They all bounced. Oh yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's no, real, counts. no point writing checks in. Um, I mean, you know, I didn't even sign them with my own name. I signed them Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's so have ragged. You, um... I haven't even had a chance to trim my beard up or anything. I look like a uh, uh, uprightus homoous erectus, whatever it's called. Just looks the same, mate. Normally, it's normally you can see my lips, my mm. lovely lady lips. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know you had lips. I have got lips. I've got. I'm like. I'm like the Dutch. I have two lips. <laughs> oh, that was awful. awful. That, that was, was terrible. Awful. I'm really sorry about that. Oh. I've had, I've done better jokes. I've got an idea on what we can speak about though. And we just said we. I've I've just googled fashion news. Okay. All right. Go on then. I'm going to read out a headline. Mm. And then uh, we're going to discuss it without actually reading the, the article. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I like right. this. So Vogue Business has said, um, "Oh God, Gen Z loves dupes. Is this bad news for luxury fashion brands? What the fuck are dupes? Like duplicates? Oh right. What like fakes? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, right. okay. apparently Gen Z is bang on it." With uh, duplicates of uh, luxury fashion brands, because they um, can't afford the real thing, presumably. Yeah, apparently, judging, I, I've I've only got this, and I've got one it's line. It's not a fucking hipster thing where it's like, oh, I only buy the fakes because they're. No, it's a. Um, it's apparently it's like because basically because <laughs> of TikTok, so many people were not really aware of of how many like. Du- decent duplicates you can get of stuff. Um, oh, I've got one. I've got one for this. TikTok. Have you? So, my, so when we went to uh, the Warner Brothers studio, or as my son calls it, Harry Potter World, um, nice. There was a there was a guy that was wearing these Nike Dunks, and I was like, oh, they're a nice like colorway, and then we're like this like uh, sort of like pinky sort of red, um, red and white. Um, but it had like this like black stitching around the, the like the Nike swoosh. Mm. Anyway, I was like looking at these shoes and I was like, something just doesn't look right about them. I couldn't figure mm. out what it was. And I was like staring at this this guy's shoes like a fucking weirdo. I was like, the swoosh is backwards. <laughs> well, that's the wrong way around. Did he have a pair of Ekins on? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, they're fucking fake. They've got to mm. be. I've never seen a pair of Nike trainers with the swoosh that way around. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. They just didn't look right. Yeah. There's my contribution to that conversation. <laughs> so what do you th- what do you think about duplicates? How do you feel about them? Um I mean they're illegal, aren't they? 
yeah. <laughs> for starters. <laughs> but I mean, it's a, it's a difficult one for us to comment on because we're an industry that basically uh, rips off everybody else. <laughs> effectively, yeah. And like, yeah. Pati- particularly like a lot of people that start printing in particular, they start and one of the first things they do is like bootleg something for themselves. Mm. Or yeah, or like they might, or they remake something that can no longer be bought. You know, yeah. general, generally speaking, I, I think if my feeling on it is probably is if that product doesn't exist anymore in mm. in the form that you want it in, then it's probably fair game. Mm. But if you're replicating something current that is being sold by that brand and you're doing it to look like that brand, mm. that's a bit like. Mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't do really you, like that. How do you feel about people buying duplicates people to see do whether they, they like that thing with the intention of then? But if they buy the, the duplicate and they like that, why would they go and buy the actual thing? Because they want to know they like it, so they buy the duplicate. But what if the real thing is like ten times the cost? Only ten. It's luxury goods, mate. Luxury mm. goods. I mm. was. Uh, I mean, the biggest problem with duplicates is that nine times out of ten, they're made in. They're going to be made in a sweatshop. Yeah. Made in a sweatshop, and they are. I always hate this argument. This is my least favorite argument for doing something like, um, like illegally downloading a film or buying a or buying a DVD off one of those people and you know, that comes around used to come around the pub. You know the what I mean? Looky man. Yeah, the looky looky man. It's like, oh, you shouldn't buy them because they're they're funding the, the drug cartels and organized crime. Not being funny, right? If you can't make enough money out of organised crime and selling drugs, that you have to fucking top it up <laughs> by selling moody DVDs, you are in the wrong fucking game. Most of the time, aren't even in a fucking case. They come yeah, exactly. in just a plastic wallet. I mean, like, no, the person, oh. who, the, the people are making that, doing that to make money. They're not doing it to fund something else illegal. They're just doing yeah. it because it's a cheap way of making money. It's a lazy argument, isn't it? Yeah, it's a really lazy argument. I mean... There are plenty of arguments for not buying duplicates. Um, yeah, but I don't think that's a really a good one, really. No, no, I don't. I don't. Have you that. have you seen the um? Do you remember that old advert when you used to uh like buy a buy a DVD or watch DVD or whatever? Oh, well, like, yeah. You, you, <laughs> you wouldn't, wouldn't da- you wouldn't steal a car. Yeah, you, like, you wouldn't you wouldn't well, download I mean, a car. Desperate you wouldn't download <laughs> a handbag. And then like there's people that have like got three D printers that have <laughs> literally downloaded a. <laughs> <laughs> the file to make their own handbag. Yeah, oh, I used oh. to love that advert. It's just like, yeah, it's the, it's, it's like a block bu- blockbuster, isn't it? And it's like the shady guy just slipping a cassette inside his yeah. jacket. Like, <laughs> you fail to remember that they didn't fucking have cassettes on the shelves, did they? No, they didn't. They had the empty exactly. boxes there. So, so how, how are you going to fucking steal it? You're just going to nick an empty case, you fucking idiot. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's just written by someone who doesn't understand. Mm. I watched well, the, it. Well, the other thing with that as well is it's like you're showing a guy nicking like a VHS mm. when we're talking about downloads. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? No. Oh. I is saw there anything a... else in the news. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, mate, it's loads of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, Highmark has upset parents. With matching six dollar six dollars six pound spring dresses for mums and daughters, they met with furious response to the spring collection. Why? 
I don't know, but I'm sort of trying not to open the link. It's from Manchester Evening News, which I think is just basically the whole newspaper is adverts, like even the articles are yeah. all adverts. Yeah. Um, Primark has upset parents with matching £6 spring dresses from underdoors. The high street retailer has been met with furious response to the spring collection. Um, parents have slammed high street giant Primark after launched its matching $6 spring dresses. Um, they released in stores. Primark has found itself in hot water. Parents are urging the retailer to think its decision. The round starts after Primark showed a video of the matching floral dresses for mums and daughters on TikTok. The video showed two mannequins in identical floral patterns and written of written on the oh, adverts. Adverts just popped in. Uh, go away! I can't read it because there's an advert in the way. Sign up for your <laughs> newsletter. So hold on, <laughs> hold on. It's going to be bollocks anyway. Time to twin with your little one is what it said. Um. Why, Why are people enraged about that? I see fucking parents all the time matching with their kids. Oh, apparently um, people are upset because some mothers have male children and that's why they're upset. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. I, I feel like it's not really a story, is it? No. Not no, really. No. Not, we'll just do one with the, the dads and the sons later. They can have matching... Black t-shirt and jeans. And bucket hats. <laughs> Don't you remember our conversation with Mikey? Everybody looks like a twat in a bucket hat. They do, apart from young, fit girls. <laughs> and kids. Even the kids look like twats, to be fair. Yeah. Um, uh, little Nas X celebrates 24th birthday in sparkling sheer jumpsuit and poodle-inspired coat. How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> Poodle inspired coats. Yeah, I'm gonna. I've got. I've got to open it now, haven't I? It's like, like that. The coats. What material is inspired by poodle hair, or like he took in, like a poodle gave him advice, or? It's literally just a yellow jacket with a some fluff on it. <laughs> but it's like the fluff is never seen the most. Oh no! Sorry, that's no. They put for some reason the picture. They've used of him. The very first picture isn't, isn't the picture of the thing wearing. he's wearing. Yeah, of course. And you it's scroll not. down because and it's, it's clickbait. Yeah, it's just a it's a fuzzy coat, but the wrists are really chunky and the hips are really chunky, like a poodle if it's been shaved up. Right. Okay, that's cool. Um. Um. I'm not going to read that one out. <laughs> um. Yeah. Nothing. Hmm. There's not a great no deal of fashion news. No real controversy. Oh, yeah. Let's, let me Google fashion controversy. Will cancel culture put an end to fashion's long history with controversy? It's from the Evening Standard. Oh, another shit paper. Gone are the days when the fashion industry was niche and naive, sheltered from mainstream criticism. I think this was... Uh, this is from a little while ago, so I think this is on the on the back of that Balenciaga stuff with the weird art, weird artwork and the wearing, getting kids to wear chains and shit. Remember all that? I don't really follow high fashion. Mate, you got to, you got to, you're in the, you're in the rag trade. You have to know exactly what's going on every minute of every <laughs> They're day. Very expensive fucking rags there. <laughs> mm. I was, I watched a very interesting video yesterday. Um, 
there's a really cool YouTuber called Future Proof, and he d- looks at like products and like and things and how they're sold and how they've literally either changed the world or changed how we think about products and things. And one of them was Amazon, and uh, it was not how Amazon has obviously changed how we shop, but how people have changed how people shop that are resell on Amazon, because right. Amazon, although they're fucking massive, they haven't physically got enough of their own stock to sell everything. Yeah, yeah. So, so people obviously send in their own stuff, or you know, they fulfill it on behalf of Amazon. And so there are basically companies and their entire thing they do is they see a product that is going really well on amazon and then try and make a cheaper copy of it Mm -hmm. but then what they'll do is they'll purposely make a cheaper copy of it and then use the same picture on like seven different adverts under seven different sub companies (laughs) right and then they'll give they'll make them priced ever so slightly different yeah yeah, one will be like 50p cheaper than the other one and Mm. then they'll they'll get these fake reviews how they do it to punt up like the middle one but mm. all it's doing is that the, the shit reviews and the shit versions of it are driving all the sales to their what seems like more legitimate one. Right. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's fucking genius. Like, it's a real genius mm. move. But we're just Dodgy being... fuckers. Yeah, we're just being everything sold to us, aren't we, now? Mm. That's why I refuse to buy anything, ever. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got for dinner tonight? Just, Just my emotions. Oh, my God. Listen to this, right? <laughs> Listen to this. Joanna's away. Right? right. She's uh, working. She's not back till tomorrow. She's been away since yesterday. And uh, said to my friend, "What have you eaten?" Well, I said to my <laughs> well, this, this is the thing, right? We have a cleaner that comes in on a Monday, right? And she's really fucking good. She came in on a Monday and she blitzed the whole house, and the house looks fucking banging. Gave you a wash. And I came in and I was like, I don't really want to be uh, making a mess here by cooking myself something. So I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll see, bring my friend up and say, Yo, you want to go for a curry? Tuesday night curry, a little special. Right? And he's like, yeah, let's go. Anyway, it turns out his brother and sister ended up coming and our other friend ended up coming. There was five of us. Went for a lovely curry. And uh, at the end, the bill comes. All right? And uh, one of the friends, one of the brothers goes, I'll pay for this, all five of us. I'm like, you what? You what, mate? He said, I'll pay for this. He said, I did a football bet on some football and it was a bet and he bet it on football and he won it, right? And he won like 700 quid. So he <laughs> nice. said, he said, this dinner is uh, sponsored by Sky Bet. So he paid for the dinner, right? <laughs> and I was like, banging. So I was like, I know what I'm going to do tonight, so I don't make any more mess. I'm going to go for a kebab. All right? Just fancy kebab, a little greasy little, you know, elephant leg kebab with the with all the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went down there. I thought I'd get a kebab on the way home. It's fucking closed, isn't it? Not open on Wednesdays. But now <laughs> I've set myself up for needing a kebab. The nearest kebab is a 35-minute drive. So after this podcast, <laughs> I am... <laughs> I'm going to take a drive and I'm going to go get myself a kebab. Yeah. What have you got for dinner? I know it was a really bit of a weird story, but like I've had a really good, Uh, a really good dinner. I've I've already had mine. I had, uh, I made um, chicken palm. I don't know what that is. Chicken parmesan. 
Yeah. Like, uh, it's like I've made it from scratch, but it's like a breaded chicken breast that you like, you flatten and you mix like breadcrumbs and parmesan and herbs and stuff, coat mm. it, fry it, and then you have it with like spaghetti and tomato. Like sauce. a schnitzel, but with spaghetti. Yeah, basically. And you Sounds put good. like mozzarella on top of it and put it under the grill. Oh, like Hunter's chicken? Mm, no. It's Italian, I think, or Italian American. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it now. I'm actually have a yeah, ability to have a what's it called? Chicken palm. C H I C K E N P A L M. No, P A R M, as in Parmesan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's just gonna come up with pictures of the bottom of chicken's feet. Let's see what it's got. Let's see what we got. Oh no, apparently enough people spell it like I have, but it's actually come up with the pictures of the food. Oh fucking hilarious. Oh no, there is one picture of a chicken foot. Fucking hilarious. Oh, oh it does look good, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, all right. All right. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a couple of a couple of uh, brand questions now. Oh go on now. Right. When a brand comes to you to do their printing, mm-hmm. what is I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you two it's a two part question. What is a red flag when a brand comes to you for printing, and what is a oh, green flag when a brand comes to you for printing? Uh which one do you want first? Green flag first. Okay. Green flag is the ones that always stand out to me are the people that say why they want to work with us yeah rather yeah, than cool. people that are just looking for a quote like mm. and a lot of the time that's because you're local because of the mm. uh, eco-conscious approach all this blah 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 and everything they, and they predominantly always come through mm. like you know and pay up um red flags <laughs> <laughs> oh there's so many it's, oh, there's almost God. too many aren't there um red flags i think vagueness mm. is a big one to begin with mm. ones that email you and go i'm emailing around just looking for quotes yeah that's never going to come off um i think th- i don't know if it's necessarily the biggest red flag but one of them that really fucking pisses me off is if i get an email and i'll respond with my template email and it's like here's what we need from you and it's like you know your artwork quantity of garments print placement blah 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 um and they don't reply to all of it yeah oh god that fucking annoying is that there's an email chain of like eight to ten fucking emails Mm. trying to get this information from them and then you you by the time you actually send the quote over to them you're 15 emails deep and then you never hear back and i'm just like Fuck you, man. Like, well, it's such I, a waste of time. I think that sort of is exactly why systems like Printavo are actually really popular with printers. I don't yeah. necessarily think it's the production side of things where that is really handy. It's the mm. fact that you know that every every order that comes through via a Printavo interface is an order that has everything ticked. It doesn't come to you until they have everything sorted, do they? Yeah. So you know when it comes to you, like the artwork's been finalised, the placements, the colours, mm-hmm. the garments, every, you know you're ready to go, which I think yeah. would be would be the... Well, Deco's that, that would another be good the, one. Deco. Deco, yeah. It's what mm. um, 
uh, Alex users, I think. Um, that looks pretty good. I'm not sure I'm big enough to need it. No, I I don't think I am either. It'd make life a hell of a lot easier, but I can't really justify the cost. It's like you're looking at like at least 200 quid a month like for the software and it's a bit like you know i could could pay it with the jobs Mm. i'm getting in but Mm. that's 200 quid less that i'm earning it's kind of like i don't know i think i need a i need a better i need a better system for quoting i think is what i need it's like everything else it's like it's fine you know the proofing and stuff i can do that manually but the actual quoting takes so much of my fucking time Mm. um and it's really frustrating because it's like you put a lot of time into it, like making it right for people and kind of like, you know, sourcing the right garments and making the right recommendations and stuff like that. And then not hearing anything back. And it's obviously people are entitled to go somewhere else. I get that. But it's the the time wasted. It's like, and that's not their fault. They're just looking for a fucking quote. Mm-hmm. If they think you're too pricey or whatever it's it's called. But it's just frustrating from like a business business owner's point of view that it's like we know the quality of the stuff that we put out there. Um, when you've put that much time into it, into just getting a quote over to somebody, mm. is like I don't know. Just feels like a bit of a kick in the dick sometimes. It's like well, if I'll, I, I'll, if I'll, I'll just... give I'll give you an example. Ooh, so, examples. Uh, there was a brand new emailed us. Um, must be going on like two years ago now obviously i'm not going to name who the brand is um but he emailed me and it was like it was really positive and everything like he was really happy with the quote all this um i think i've spoken to you about this before um i was like all right cool and he was like i'll be in touch next week after payday and i'll get this invoice paid and everything like that. so i was like all right cool like you know didn't think anything of it week later sent him a follow-up email he already had the invoice and everything like that, so which had the bank details on blah 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 Everything was confirmed. Emailed him and I was like, you know, just following this up. Do you want to go ahead? Blah, blah, blah. Like, do you have any questions, et cetera? Feel free to give me a call. Um, never heard anything from him. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Month Standard. later, <laughs> he gets in touch again mm. with a different design. And same thing again. I was like, all right, I'll humor him. Same thing happened again. Didn't hear anything. I was like, okay, fine comes back again and he was like uh completely new design again i was just like what the fuck is this guy on like and he was ordering like fair wanted to order fairly decent quantities it was like you know the 50 to 100 five color front print neck tags label removal bag and tag and everything like that the the, Um, the real real bread and butter jobs like the yeah um and uh wasn't paul in the wind-up was it no 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 uh so i quoted him a third time i was like look this is the last time i'm quoting you because xyz like you know it takes time to quote like i need kind of some assurance that you're actually going to go ahead with some of these quotes or at Mm. least one of the quotes sort of thing because it's like we put a lot of time into the quote in and like you know it's not a good use of my time like and i was like look i'm not trying to be a dick like and i've spoken to him on the phone as well that was the kicker it's normally when you speak to people on the phone it's kind of like that yeah like... once once you got them on the phone that's it once i hear your voice they feel a lot obliged exactly. to not let you down well it's not just that i think it adds a bit of like there's a human it? there isn't mm-hmm. it yeah um so it was just really fucking weird anyway he got in touch again with like four brand new designs this was like a good few months later it was like six months later or something 
and he was like oh hi Darcy can you quote can you quote me for this and I was just like I basically just copy and pasted everything from his previous quotes and just whacked into these quotes it took me like literally all of a minute and mm. I was like here you go and I didn't say anything didn't send payment details or anything like that and I was just like that's it anyway I never heard anything from him again and then I later found out that he's been going to a uh, one of the big print shops who specialize in brand printing mm. um, for years. And they've been printing him for him for years and showcase him on their website and on their socials and all this blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, why are you going elsewhere? I mean, these guys, I admire this print shop a lot. Mm. Um. Is it the thinking one I'm like, thinking of? Yeah. Oh, well, okay, cool. <laughs> nice. Um, I was just like, why are you fucking wasting people's time, mate? Like, you're obviously getting everything that you want already. Hmm. But you felt the need to go and waste people's time because he it probably wasn't just doing it to me either. Yeah. Yeah, he was probably... Well, I'm surprised I didn't get any of it. Hmm. You don't have a website, do you? I don't have a website. I've got an email <laughs> exactly. address. That's probably it. Have you, have, yeah. you, have you noticed recently you're, you're getting... I don't know why it's happened all of a sudden. I'm getting tagged getting in tagged loads and on loads social media. of spam. Oh, my God, yeah. it's unbelievable. I was, speaking to Paul, I was speaking to Paul about it. I think I've had eight or nine of them today. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I've turned the... I don't like doing it, but I've turned the tags and the mentions off for people I don't follow. But sometimes mm. someone you don't follow, like sometimes you might have a customer that tags you mm. and like you've done. And like you might not n- not necessarily follow them for for one reason or another, and then they can't, mm. and it, it just doesn't look. It looks a bit weird. So I don't really know what to, I mean. Instagram, what so I get? I think I had six or seven today. Yeah, they're all different accounts as well. Yeah, yeah, they're and it's all it's accounts. all for shine and whatever it is. Like you could yeah. you can be a, a brand ambassador or whatever it is, and I'm like fuck me. <laughs> yeah. How many brand ambassadors fuck. do they need? Yeah, yeah. What um what are your biggest red flags then? Well, go, go um, green flags first. What you? What's your green flags? Uh, if someone sends the artwork to me in the first email, and it's not, yeah, inside not a shit. word document, <laughs> <laughs> um, on a JPEG from nineteen eighty two. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've had it before where it's literally a screenshot of it when it was open. They had it open mm. on like Photoshop, or whatever, and then hit yeah, the print yeah. screen button. And I've had that yeah. sent to me. Um, yeah. So if it's like genuinely good artwork, like the files, and they understand it, because understanding mm-hmm. that part of it is one less thing to have to mm-hmm. explain to someone. So yeah, I think that's one of my one of my biggest green flags. And also, uh, when you send the quote through after doing all the working out of what it's going to be, send the estimate for whatever, and, and they come back and they're like, "Yeah, cool, looks good." And there's no like, "Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be this much." Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, just a general appreciation of um. You well, know, that's another massive red flag is business. people who question your pricing. Yes. Yeah. So the, the red red flag for me, I mean, they're all, they're all obvious ones, aren't they? Um. Yeah, I don't I don't have any like mega mega ones that I'm like, I mean, I'm going to keep away from this one. But generally speaking, if they ask for like a really really low quantity of lots of different colours. Mm-hmm. Like they ask for like two hoodies in orange and one t-shirt in grey and then and, and I'm like <laughs> that's not it's not a red flag as necessarily a shit customer it's a red mm-hmm. flag as a shit job mm-hmm. like, so I look at I look at it and I go oh 
I don't really want to be having to explain to them that, like, although it's technically the way my minimums work is as long as it's the same print color going on a garment that I can get it on, it's covered under the minimum. That's just how I do it. Um, yeah. So I don't, yeah, you don't have to have like 24 t shirts. It could be 12 and 12, 12 hoodies and whatever, and blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's when it's like color changes and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's not a good yeah, one for me. I mean, I, I have a little bit of a policy of kind of like, the, the only time I'll mix garments, and we, we have done a fair bit of this, like the mixing garments, because we've done work like in the trades and stuff like that. And usually mm. it's like sole traders, it's like it's just for them. Yeah. And our arm and for single color starts at 10 pieces. Mm. So it's like, I don't know, say if they want, I don't know, five t shirts and then two hoodies and three sweatshirts or something like that. Like that works out quite nicely. But I kind of draw the line of like, if we're doing that, like I'll charge you for a color change, but it's like obviously anything other than than white, it's going to mm. have to have a base. So mm. that's going up to two screens. So it's like it's not a single color job anymore. No. So like min- minimums then are going up to you know twenty pieces. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, with I had one quite recently. A, a guy does like flooring and stuff like that. Um, I know we're not really talking brand talk here, are we? We're talking more shop talk, but um. Yeah, he he came to me and he was uh he was sent over by Chessie actually. Um and um really, really lovely bloke and went for some fucking awesome garments. And that was like that's one of those things where it's like that's a big green flag for me, is when mm. people know that know a good garment um and they're willing to 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 essentially pay a premium for it because they know it's gonna be better than than the the crap you can get. Um but yeah, he came to me and he wanted the Stanley Stella uh what was it was it the blasters no not yeah, blasters. you had the big oh this yeah you told me about this you had the big heavy duty ones didn't they yeah yeah uh might be the blasters i, I think it, it is the blasters the big heavy heavy duty one i think it is yeah and then he uh he went for like stanley stella sweats and hoods as well and i was mm. just like, yes <laughs> fucking so nice to print on but um yeah i i i think Bands always bring up big red flags for me from experience. Mm. They always um, have all the money and no money. I'm currently chasing an invoice that's overdue mm. for over 1500 quid. Doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. So, but mm. I've still got 300 of their shirts. So, you know, they'll soon be one of them. Yeah, I mean, it's not something we usually do, but they placed a massive, massive order with us. Um, and it was before the tour started, so we kind of came to an agreement where it was like they'd pay 75% of the print costs up front and 100% of the garments. And then once they got a bit of cash moving, they'd pay the remaining 25%. But they've gone quiet now. But I've still got 300 uh, T-shirts that I've printed. So I'm just like, you, you paid for it, essentially. Yeah. It's just, you know... What's what I'm waiting for is essentially our profit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like it's still not to... ideal though, is it? No, of course it's not. Of course it's not. But it's, I mean, it ain't fucking leaving here until they've fucking paid for it. If they want to waste money like that, then I'll donate it, donate it to a fucking homeless shelter or something. Here's a big red flag. And this one Go is on. specifically for when someone comes to you want to start a clothing brand and they want you to print for them. Here's a big red Go flag on. for me. Um, uh, <laughs> an unbelievably short deadline because they think they're going to sell so much stuff that they mm-hmm. need to get it out quicker. Like if someone yeah. comes to me and says, look, like 
this is going to be big. Like they're, 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 that is that is the line. If someone says to me, it's going to be big. I'm like, sweet. We are doing one print order for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. But then if they say, I need it, I need it within like three days or like a week or whatever. I'm like, yeah, okay. And I'm like, why? Well, I think it's going to be quite popular. So I want to get on with it. And, and all they've got is like a one box t-shirt. Like... <laughs> <laughs> logo design well, I've, I've, I've had a few of them but I, the worst one was uh it was that charged him a rush fee mm. um it was like a like a super rush job as well so it was literally like an extra 60 percent mm. on the uh on the uh, the job price and he paid for it um and then it was like he didn't even have like a website, didn't have like social media, didn't even have like a logo or anything like that. Oh. And he asked me to send over some some photos after they were printed before they were shipped. Bear in mind, we ship everything next day. Mm. So he would have seen them the next day, but he was adamant he needed to see photos so he could share them on his non-existent social media. Um, and then came back with... Uh, uh, what was it? So it was the front was screen printed and the back was super color. Mm. Um, and he was like, the t-shirts don't look black. It's like, what? What? It was, he said, the t-shirts don't look black. I thought, they're, they're literally as like black as you're at, mate. <laughs> what the fuck are you on about? I got into this massive... Oh, and that was that was the other thing. He said the print was wonky. I, you told me about this. This is the one, yeah, yeah. With the, and it was basically I'd, I'd taken it? it. Yeah, yeah, I'd taken <laughs> it at like a slight angle hmm. um, because it was like he sent me this panic email, being like, "I need photos," and everything. So I'm literally just boxing them up. So I've just chucked it on top of the box and sent him a photo, and it was just happened to be like a bit wonky. Anyway, I had this whole rigmarole with him that it was like I was saying to you, "I promise you, it's not." I've double checked them all after you've said that. Promise hmm. you, it's not. Is that no, no? It's definitely wonky. Definitely wonky. I was just like, "Well, look." You will have them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If there's anything wrong with them, get in touch with me and we'll see what we can do. But like I've literally just told you that I've I've checked all these. Anyway, received them and he was like, Oh, I'm really happy with them. They look great. They are black. Print's not wonky. So I fucking told you, you idiot. Um, and anyway, <laughs> I didn't hear from him for probably well over a year. And uh, the the brands that I print for, I like checking up on them just to see how they're doing because mm. it's like you know I run my own brand. I know it's a labour of love, and it's like you know your heart's got to be in it. And it's nice to see people doing well, mm. you know. And this guy's artwork was you know it was it was all right, it was pretty cool and that. And he was a nice enough bloke. He was just a bit mad, um, and uh, could never find him online. Oh really? No website, no social media or anything. Anyway, one day like uh must have been maybe last summer um i got a random phone call i picked up and i was like you know hello thank you guys green print co he was like darcy i was like who's this and he was like it's bleep um he swore (laughs) no i'm not saying his name um and uh he was like oh do you remember me and i was like uh and I did. Um, <laughs> it's like you were a bit of a, a nightmare. So I was like, I'm just going to pretend I don't and hopefully you go away. Um, and he was like, oh, you did this job for me. I was like, oh, oh yeah, 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 I remember. How's it going, mate? 
Um, and he was like, listen, listen, like, I'm, I'm going over to, to LA in, uh, in five days. Um, I need some t-shirts printed. Sweet. Like, Get them done over there. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what do you want? He was like, I don't, uh, the artwork's not finished yet. It'll be finished probably like tomorrow, maybe the day after. I was like, so you, so you want this printed in like what? Two, two days, two to three days. He was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, well, okay. So it's, you know, it really, it's one day because mm. by the time you pay me, I order the garments, garments will be me next day. And there's no guarantee of when they're actually going to get here. And then I've got to ship them to you. Mm. So they're two days either side of it. So I have one day to print these. Um, and he was like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was like, well, look, mate, I was like, I'll quote you for it, but it's going to cost you an absolute fortune because I'm going to have to move loads of jobs off the roster to be able to squeeze you in. I believe the technical um, term is shuffling the deck. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I was like, look, just send me over the artwork um, and, you know, your quantities, garments, et cetera, et cetera. Um, never heard anything back from him. <laughs> Standard, like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. That was the most pointless phone call I've ever had. Hey, hey, I'm going to LA. <laughs> good for you mate this shit's gonna be big thing is he could he, he legitimately could have just gone to la and then in america mm. he would have found a same day t-shirt service mm-hmm. and they would have done it for him and mm-hmm. he could have had them over there mm-hmm. <laughs> oh oh bless him we do love our customers yeah. don't we i uh i did a. Uh... We'll do, we'll do a bit of brand talk in a minute, but um, I did a did a job for uh, one of our regular customers, um, and they're a marketing agency. Um, really, really lovely people. I really enjoy printing for them. But um, anyway, they the, this last job that they did was super color. Mm. Um, it was on like three hundred shirts. Bit of an arsake because I thought I could do it in one pressing. It was like two placements. Oh, you like said about this, yeah. Shirt, and then the uh, center on the front, it was quite a big print um anyway i could do it on the smalls there was only 15 of them um annoyingly and then the rest of them had to cut it and do it in two pressings but anyway hey hi but so i've i've got it to them and he, it, he was like you know well, you know we need him fairly quickly um all this and i didn't charge him a rush fee because i do a lot of work for them mm. so i was like you know you got to keep people sweet sometimes haven't you um and they do pay very well mm. um so anyway i didn't charge him a rush fee and that's the other thing. They order the transfers. They have an account with Supercolor. So they do all of the artworking. Mm. So I was like, I don't need to fuck about with that. There's no Why the fuck don't they just own a heat press? I don't know. I really don't. Um, don't tell them that. Or rather, I have told them that. I said to him, I was like, look, it'd be cheaper for you to buy a heat press. And he was like, yeah, but we haven't really got time to do it. And that's the thing with printing. I think that's the thing that people don't realize is people are paying for your time. You know, well, yeah, and it's uh, well, yeah, yeah and, and and your expertise, but yeah, yeah, time. But yeah, but I mean, the thing is, is it's like there's far less experienced printers that have less expertise that can still get jobs out, but mm. their time is still valuable. Like everybody's time is valuable, and I think people don't appreciate that when they go to a screen printer. But well, I mean, people don't appreciate when they go to lots of industries. But um, anyway, this this uh, this guy was like, yeah, we need him, we need him fairly quickly. And I was like, like, how quickly are talking? He was like, oh, like you know, within a week. I was like, all oh, right, cool. That's more than doable. Um, anyway, he sent me an email and he's like, oh, when, when do you reckon uh, you'll, you'll have them done? This is like halfway through to like the deadline. 
Um, and I was like, look, I'm planning on getting them done like later this week sort of thing. So they'll be with you either later this week or early next week. And he was like, oh, it has to be like, you know, later this week, um, early next week at the latest, because we've got to ship them. They were going to like a conference over in, I can't remember if it was Germany or something. Mm. Um, I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, you know, just a heads up getting anything into Germany. It's a nightmare. Is a complete and utter fucking nightmare since Brexit. It's, it's, and he was it's, like, oh, it's right, even okay. tough getting it back from there. <laughs> well, yeah. But um, anyway, I've gone and dropped it to him. He was like, oh, we've opted against uh, shipping it um, because we've been doing some reading about, uh, you know, getting stuff over to Germany and that. So he was like, there's five of us going. We're going to pack it all in suitcases. I was like, okay. And I've opened the boot of my car. And he was like, I didn't realise this is what 350 t-shirts look like, boxed up. What do they think it looked like? <laughs> I was like, it's quite a lot, isn't it? He was like, yeah. He was like, we're going to need another couple of suitcases. At least, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only if they want to be able to take their own stuff as well. Hello. I was like, that's fucking brilliant. I love it. I love it. But, so they've literally carted, I can't remember if it's 300 or 350. It's a um, lot of t-shirts. These promotional t-shirts over to Germany in suitcases. That's that brilliant. It's probably cost them less than a fucking courier as well. Yeah. I hate couriering stuff. That's why I like getting local work, because I like to drop it around to them. We'll get, have, them have people collect it. Yeah. It's one so less thing I. to stress about. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not really so keen on the collection element of it anymore. Mm. Being back home and it's like... Yeah, it's not... It, it was different when I had like the, the proper studio set up where Nick's is now, but now it's all a bit like bitty and a bit all over the place. Mm. It's kind of like before I could literally open the garage and people just walk straight through to the studio. That was quite nice. Um, but now it's kind of like, yeah, I'm not really keen on the I, idea. So I hate, I'm pushing, I hate sending I'm pushing people like pictures of stuff. Though. Delivery. I hate sending yeah. people pictures of stuff. You, well, I sent, I sent almost... a guy a picture of a T-shirt and he was like, oh, I thought it would like be bigger on the back I was like, what do you mean he said the thing what? that annoys me about that though is when you send people send pictures of stuff to people and it's laying flat they yeah. don't take into you account can... that a t-shirt curves around exactly you. i said well you're not flat yourself what do hmm. you mean i said what well, i said i'll put it i'll put it on i'll put the t-shirt on uh joanna take a picture of me send it to him i was like there you go he went oh is that the same t-shirt i went yeah it's just because hmm. i'm I'm a three-dimensional human. Hmm. So <laughs> they just, but they only see, they see what they want to say. Oh, I thought it'd be bigger. And I was like, well, it's hmm. it's about as big as I can physically print it on a 2216 platen. Like it is yeah, it's yeah, quite, yeah. A, quite a sizable print all in. Like, so yeah. it, it was the full length of it. It just wasn't, it wasn't a very wide design. Hmm. He's like, oh, can you make well, it wider? And I was like, well, no, because it, <laughs> it's in proportion. <laughs> I've got, I've got a job on at the minute and uh, it's this lovely guy, but, um, uh he was like i just want the big as uh, the print as big as possible on the back hmm. i was like okay cool so i, d I did the uh print proofs and a bit he'd already paid i did the print proofs and i was half expecting him to come back and be like no i want it bigger hmm. i was like well physically i can do it bigger like you know but you bear in mind it's a hoodie hmm. half the, like half of that design is going to be sitting under the hood yeah <laughs> it's it's just a bit fucking redundant, isn't it? Mm. And I was like, but he didn't. He came back and he was like, no, it looks great. So that's yeah, what you want. All good. All good. Yeah. I've got some, I've got some brand questions to ask you. Go on. Then. On right. This would be useful for other, other people. Um, what 
two, another two-part question. Uh, with regards to owning a clothing brand, what trends do you think are dead and what trends do you think are alive? That's a great question, isn't it? Oh, that's a very, very good question. Um, I mean, to be honest, this, this is a bit of a vanilla answer, but I don't necessarily think any trends are dead. No, I suppose, yeah. I think a lot of things are just a bit dormant and they will come back in at some point. Anyway. Okay, then like, what, what do you think has been played out then? What do you think has been done, done too much? Vintage. Yeah. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love like a Banty. I love like Stonewash stuff and everything. Mm. Like, and that's predominantly what I wear. Mm. But I think it has been done to death. And mm. it's like, yeah, I, I think it's only fairly recently as well that like now you've got like the bigger high street retailers jumping on it. Mm. And it's kind of just continuing now. And it's just like literally everyone is doing it. Mm. Like, yeah, I I think that I still love it, but it has been done to death. Like stone wash, like acid wash is probably a bit dead now. To be fair, which is good because they're always fucking expensive. Mm. <laughs> well, the, con- the continental stuff wasn't too bad. Like, and they are really really nice garments. Those, but the the continental stone wash stuff I absolutely love, and that's probably eighty percent of the t shirts that I own are either the EP eighteen or EP nineteen. Just because that's what I like wearing. Mm. Like this is a EP nineteen, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's dead. What is dead? What's alive? I tell you what I think. What well, I don't think's dead, but I tell you what I think um, uh, is going to start. Not. I think it's going to lose a bit of popularity. Mm. Is a, a, a chest print that's off to one side. Like a left chest right. print or a right. I think like for brands and stuff. Well, a, right, a right chest print is just wrong. Yeah. Well, I don't. It depends. It depends. It depends. Like, but I generally, if I do, I, if I'm doing a right chest print, it's because there's something else on the left. Like, if it's like for a work. Yeah, no, that's thing or whatever, that's but, fair game. Yeah, but that's like game. But... but I think I'm I'm I've having done a few nice jobs recently where the chest print has been centered. And it was a slightly like 30% larger than you'd normally have it off to the side. And still having a back print. It's really, really lovely. Like really, really nice. Um, and I, and I, and I yeah. think it's um, particularly I've, I've... if you're wearing something over the top of it. If it's like it's a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I tried that with Downcast um, a while back. Um, and it just never did well. Mm. Really never did well. It was always like left chest, big back print, or oversized front print. Mm. Um, the the like smaller central because I quite like them. Like I think they're pretty smart. But um, yeah, I, I like yeah, them as well. They've just never done particularly well for us. Like trying to look as if I've got anything left over. They're they're, they're for me as well. They're much less stressful from a printing, but not that like chest prints are difficult, mm. but. Like when you've got multiple sizes, there's always that worry that you put one in the wrong place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the thing is as well, it's like as you go like up and down in sizes, it's kind of like you really need to think about where that design is sitting because if mm. you're going from printing a small to I don't know a three or four XL, like on that three or four XL, it's going to be really central. Yeah, you know. 
so it's like it's not so much a problem if you're doing like a single color design for instance because on the cruiser you can just unclip the the back bits and slide it along a little bit mm. um why is word opening um word app um but yeah obviously on multicolor designs and stuff that's just isn't possible no um so it's trying to find that that kind of like the best print placement and it's yeah, I think there's obviously varying views of how far down from the collar things should sit and everything. I personally like my designs a little bit lower. So it's like the print shop that I used to work at there was, was it was always like two, two to two and a half inches. I'm a, I'm a three a to three high. and a half. Yeah, I'm that's like, what I'm I do. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Um, but again, it kind of depends on like the size run. Mm. it's like if it's small to large i might go for like two and a half to three but if I had it's the, like um... if it's small to three xl i'll probably go like three to three and a half just to keep it consistent across the board i had that um the kids hoodies job that i just recently did and i managed to manage to get them on the on the plans despite not having kids plans and um uh, when i was when i was the job come in he was like he said okay he said um can you do the print use the same size print across all of them so what do you mean he said well like i don't want it to get bigger as the garments get bigger and i said that's good because i had no intention of doing that um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said because he, he quite liked how it looked when they're hung up and mm. it actually shows the size of the garment off better when the artwork doesn't change size because that yeah, yeah, in yeah. the shop um and he said and the artwork's still nice and he said it's still a nice size on the on even on the larger tops I think it's like hmm. like 160 wide, so quite a nice size center. Oh, and he God. said it's only one color on the front. Is that okay? And I was like, mate, that is it's basically a dream job. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. Only put the only problem with printing those kids' garments on the um on the larger platens is that there's nowhere for the kangaroo pouch to go, so the yeah. off contact gets all messed up. Yeah, that's the only, that's the only thing. Aside from that, yeah. like I can deal with it, but yeah. Yeah. I managed. I managed. Shall we? Um. The obviously we won't stay on too long, just because this is just us. We're not. Uh, I've got one more question for you though. Oh, go on. Uh, what colours do you think are going to be the next colours for brands? Oh, it's all pastels at the minute, isn't it? Yeah, pigment dyed stuff is my opinion on it. Like it's all yeah. looking re- like all like heavily washed, like like what well, like, what I'm wearing, like pig a pigment dyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, That's quite nice. Yes, the, this is the um, cruiser. Yeah, I think either like pastel kind of like the slightly brighter pigment colours or like earthy colours. Yeah, autumn-y. Yeah, so yeah. like, yeah, I don't know what brands are calling them, like almost like your sandy colour and stuff mm. like that. I think like Stanley Stiller have one called like Desert Dust, which is really nice. Um, I've considered doing some prints on that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, as summer comes around, it's like, you know, it's going to be tie-dye and bright colours and everything all over again, isn't it? That's one Mikey's going to be in his element, isn't he? Yeah, hoping to shift a load of this fucking tide that I've got. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Like, because we've done pastely colours. Let me show you one of these. Hang on. I think what the difference now is that the kind of prints you're getting on pastely colours, they're like tonal prints rather yeah. than um, like something that stands out on them. Yeah. So yeah, that's these. really nice. Yeah, that's lo- they're lovely. It's quite low that print actually. Um, 
but yeah, we did these, and they just never sold. Never sold. I've still got fucking loads of them left. It's a shame. You, you need right to now. do a market. I know, I know, I know. It's in the pipeline. It's yeah, just, weren't, weren't you speaking so to the local people about doing a market? Yeah, I'm, I'm still chatting to them. You know, they keep healing me every week, being like, you know, we really want you down and all that, but um, it's just been finding the fucking time to do it. Um, which is, yeah, I mean, they, they really want us to go down there on a Friday because mm. um, that's their busiest day and it's the day that they've got the most traders down there and everything. Um, it's obviously just trying to draw out a bit more of a crowd isn't it but um yeah i don't know in the week it just doesn't really work for me and mm. i've been down there on a saturday and it's dead you know where we live it's not really a shopping town it's just like people don't go out shopping around here on a weekend they go elsewhere so where do they go know, towns around here like our, our it's got to be worth a go though isn't it yeah it's, it's worth a punt um it's just trying to get it together there's obviously just been so much bloody happening i don't want to mm. add in another thing to the mixer um so i have to think about but yeah hopefully every, everything will start easing out soon so you yeah, reckon i think with a yeah well i mean I, I i think having you know a week or two off the pod and kind of like being able to focus on like planning with the pod rather than just doing mm. and get a bit ahead of ourselves that's going to free up some time because we're not going to be stressing about getting guests on and stuff give us a bit of time to focus on rewind um, yeah yeah i mean you've been doing loads of work on that recently which is really cool um, yeah that the listeners I, I, i've really enjoyed it it's um i know yeah. when you're i know when you're enjoying something because you actually get on and do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. I'm gonna go yeah, on the website I'm... now. Uh what's the, the domain? Uh rewind.clothing. I should know that really. Mm. <laughs> the site can't be reached. Yeah, so this is the issue that we're having with Google. Shall I try re- rewired.clothing? <laughs> No, it wasn't called that anyway. It was, I think, it was called like rewindclo.com. Rewindclo.com. Rewired was the the mistake I made ah. <laughs> for the the other domain that we own. We do have a lot of a lot of um domains now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't show up on the interwebs yet. If you search for us. Yeah, so for the listener that we're having, if anybody's like really tech savvy with Google out there, please get in touch and help me. Help me and Pav, please. Um, yeah. So I set up set up the email, set up our, our domain and everything like that. And we set up the store on Big Cartel because we're like, for the time being, we don't really want to be paying website hosting fees because this has taken us forever to get up and running mm-hmm. um and there's nothing wrong with big cartel anyway it's a, it's a decent e-com platform um so anyway i've set it up but we wanted our domain to be our domain rather than you know rewind.bigcartel.com or whatever mm. um so i did like the like the mx records and the uh was it the dns 
whatever it's called, which is like it's all the and little the, codes. The Wraith tray from Tron. That's, yeah. <laughs> the little codes that, that point stuff to your website from your email and domain and stuff like that. Yeah, you interface anyway, the database. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hack the mainframe. Um, all right, Neo. <laughs> um and uh set it all up looked like it was working mm. and i was like the other day i was like i haven't received any emails to the rewind email address and it's like i'm not expecting to rec- be receiving emails from people but you get ones from like google that are like you know yeah you google workspace and all that yeah. or like promotional ones from big cartel or, or whatever you know all these random ones so i was like i haven't had an email for like over a month so mm-hmm. I, like, I looked into it and I went on to like Google Workspace and it was like, your domain isn't verified. I was like, fuck do you mean it's not verified? Anyway, so it was trying to sort it for like probably like going on two or three hours and just being sent round and round in circles to like Google guides of how to do this. It's like I've fucking done all that and it's still not working and it's all correct. So it was like, so the final result was getting in touch with Google to try and get support over email because that's apparently the only way they could offer me support. Um, sent off a support ticket and then I was speaking to you, wasn't I? I was like, fuck. Like the email address they're going to get in touch with is the email address the email I'm just... not receiving fucking emails for. Yeah. And that's the only email address I can use to get in touch with them. Is, well, is, there not a, is there not a backup email for it? Uh oh. No, because we're not like locked out of the account or anything like that. That's mm. the admin email. Mm. So I don't really know because it's the problem isn't necessarily that email; it's the domain. Listener, we need help. Yeah, basically, we need professional yeah. help. I think you would have known that for a little while now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, emotional and mental. Um, but yeah, other than that, I, th- I mean, I think that's the main hurdle to to start with i think and to the most urgent one we need to get resolved because without a without a domain we don't have a website and without a website we can't put any products on it um so that's a that's a frustrating don't don't currently go to rewind.clothing i'm gonna try it one more time just in case in the time we've been um talking if it just randomly started working no it's still not there does it say the site your tr- site can't be reached? Yeah. yeah. So it's not like it it doesn't exist. Yeah. Because that's if like, spelling if try, is correct. Try running Windows Diagnostics. It's not that because if you email the hello at rewind clothing, mm. rewind clothing, um, it will basically come back with a bounce back email and say that this email address isn't receiving emails. It's got a problem with its DNS records. Mm. So it's there. It's there and it's like it's not on the on side the of the um well what I'm tempted to do is just basically reset everything because yeah. it was working and then um I'm just googling it. what I've done I've done a Google how to fix dinner's probe finished next domain okay so what you need to do oh type in a fix it's due to a misconfiguration or problem with your DUNS. Yeah. DUNS is short for domain name system. Mm-hmm. Help direct traffic on the internet. You're all, getting a, you're all getting an internet lesson here now, listeners. I hope you're, hope you're happy about this. <laughs> um, when the user enters an URL in their web browser, DUNS gets 
to work to connect that URL to the IP address of the actual server. This is called a Dun's name. What are you doing? <laughs> are you right? Drink. Yeah, just had a sip of drink and I was laughing at you. Trying not if, to spit it all over my mic. If Dun's fails to resolve the domain name or address, then you might receive the Dun's probe finished Nux domain error. There you go. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, How to fix. it ain't fucking working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the problem is with your Earl in the Duns, and the Earl in the Duns aren't getting the IP address. <laughs> Thanks for your technicalities there, mate. <laughs> Have you tried turning it off? Oh, shut up. <laughs> and then turning it back on again? <laughs> Let's let's oh. let's Google that. How to turn it off and <laughs> do you turn off the internet? <laughs> unplug. Have you tried to unplug the wireless router? That's what it says to do. No, we want to turn it off at the source, don't we? We don't just want to turn <laughs> off like. Oh, is it possible to turn off the internet worldwide? No. This is like asking, could you stop every river in the world at once? Okay. No, so that doesn't work. We're fucked. I wonder how much the internet weighs. How much does the internet... Oh, someone else has Googled it. Um, 9.1 times 10 to the minus 31 kilograms. Uh... Is that a, a little or a lot? Uh, the weight of the entire internet is calculated to, to be around 50 grams, the same as a large strawberry. Oh, right. Yeah. So you could literally eat the internet. Yeah, it's the weight of the electrons of the information. All right. Fair enough. That's fucking cool, isn't it? Hmm. I suppose on, on that token, then, if you put some, if you put a Uzba stick in a computer right, and it's empty... You know where I'm going mm. with this, don't you? Mm. And then if you then filled that Uzba stick up with information, technically it's heavier. Is it heavier? Technically, yeah. Oh, I'm Googling this. Does <laughs> a full USB stick weigh more than an empty one? For the listeners, Pav only has two fingers. That's why he types so slow. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, this is... I mean, every day is a school day. Oh, right. Um, I think what we should do is set a plan of action. Yes. And let's let's vocalise it so that we're held accountable by the listener. <laughs> yeah, I. That's exactly my plan. I. Paul, plan of action. Yeah. <laughs> plan, plan of action. Number one, make a plan. We're already there. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a sticky note up and make notes of this. Okay. Right. So right. number one, make plan. One, one. make plan. Oh. Yeah. Uh, two. Number two. Plan the plan. Plan the plan. It was good because it's yeah. already on number three. 
number three. Mm. Prep the plan. Prep. Which plan? Prep the planned plan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Four. Um. Book in a date to start the planned plan. Book in. Hold on. Schedule is another way of saying it. Yeah, yeah. Schedule's a Schedule. Schedule. Uh, start a... date for planned plan. I feel like we're we're currently writing the blurb for this episode by accident. <laughs> <laughs> um, what next? Schedule. Schedule the start date for the planned plan, and then uh, five is uh, do the plan. Yep. Execute the plan. Execute. Yeah. Execute the plan, and then six, uh, profit. There we go. Yeah. We we've just written the key uh, six points what for making a successful business. <laughs> awesome. We should actually have an actual plan though. Yeah, we should. I'm gonna get another sticky note. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. So rewind. Yep. Or rewind, as it's known in some circles. Mm. Um, release date. We've we got the we've got the design sorted, haven't we? Yeah. So what we're well, to finalize uh, and and sample designs. Yeah. Yeah. Photography. Yep. Photography. Yeah. Uh, fix the fucking domain. Fix the DNS. Slash, uh, ip Earl. Slash, Earl. Issue. What's next? Pre-orders. Oh yeah. Pre-op. <laughs> oh fuck me! Uh... This has got a. Oh, what a dick! Hold on. Let me see if I can just do this. Holy moly, I've got bullet points. Yes. Next. Uh, well, I guess social media promotion then, isn't it? And then we just see how it goes. Social media promotion. Uh, sit back, sipping on gin and juice. <laughs> Get well, I think try dying. Try dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the right way around. <sighs> oh yeah. There <That's... laughs> <laughs> your options. Get rich <laughs> or, or suicide. <laughs> get rich or get in the fucking sea. Get in the bin. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Right, should we uh, should we leave it there? I think we should. Excellent cool. episode. Still managed to do an hour and fifteen minutes on basically know, fuck I all. Don't know fucking how. We we'll have to edit most of it out, listener. 
you, all you'll hear is me saying that bit at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and you won't know what the hell has gone on. Oh, right. Uh, we right. shall reconvene in a week or two, but obviously we'll keep you all updated on social media. Um, if you don't already follow us, but you're somehow listening to this pod, well, presumably something. Yeah, what the fuck that's all through. about to start with. Yeah, if, if you're doing yeah, one and not the other, what's the matter with you? Sort it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like and like and share and subscribe. I, I don't know, Pav. Do you want to do any threats this week or? Or are you gonna have um, a couple of weeks off? No, I don't. They're, they're, no, we don't need to threaten anymore. We don't need to beg anymore. We don't need to ask nicely anymore. That we, they just need to do it. No. Okay, here's the thing, right? If you don't, if you don't like and subscribe, I will. Um, uh, build a time machine. And go back, and also build a. I'll also build a machine that copies people, and I'll make two Hitlers. <laughs> I thought you're going to be like, I'm going to go back in time and go back to before you were born and kick your dad so hard in the balls mm. that he can't have children. I mean, I will do that if your hit if your dad was the dad Hitler. of Hitler. <laughs> this only affects you if you're Hitler. All right, so. None of the listeners, hopefully. No, I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think anyway, he listens, listens anymore. Don't be Hitler. I mean, really, what a note to end on. What a what a wonderful, happy note to end on. Have hmm. a great week and don't be Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> eat eat your greens. Be nice to people. And don't be Hitler. Oh, that's the sort of thing that Gandhi would say, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Wash your hands. You know, make sure your shoelaces are tied up. Your shoelaces. Look both ways before <laughs> shoelaces. Yeah. Look both ways before crossing the road. Don't yeah. commit genocide. Yeah. Yeah. There if if any of you commit genocide between this episode coming out and the next episode coming out, and I hear about it, I'm gonna formally request you no longer listen to the pod. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. So just think about that before you decide to destroy an entire race. Hmm. Where the fuck <laughs> is this gone? <laughs> right, let's leave it there, mate. Bye. Right, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>